Hello, welcome to The Cricket Podcast. My name is Ryan Kassam and today we'll be looking at Australia versus India. This is my first of many podcasts and hope you enjoy. Australia versus India. Australia have got a really good first innings lead following the back of Steve Smith, Maunus Labuschagne and Will Pukowski. But India so far have had a brilliant opening stand of around 50 plus and had two batsmen, both openers who are out. First batsman to get out was Rohit Sharma on 26 of 77 balls, caught and bowled by Josh Hazelwood, brilliant reflexes. Shubman Gill scored his maiden test 50 and was caught by Cameron Green, bowled by Cummins. It was a ripper of a ball, but Cameron, but Shubman Gill played the wrong shot. He went to it too early. Chateshwar Pujara and Ajinkya Rahane combined for 11 of almost 100 deliveries to close out the day. Australia, on the other hand, have a very good lead and this shows the amazing skill and talent of Will Pukowski. This is his debut and there were some concerns about him playing over his concussions. But he has met two brain doctors and now he was cleared. He did a brilliant 62, showing great composure and great talent, but unluckily got uh, LBW'd by Saini. David Warner, on the other hand, comes in with a lot of pain. You can even see when he's running, he doesn't look too comfortable. So he got out quickly to Mohamed Siraj, who I feel is going to be a really good test play in the future. Manas Labashain, on the other hand, scored a brilliant 91, really unlucky to miss out on his 100, and who was caught by Rahane, bowled by Jadeja. He took 91 of 196 with a strike rate of 46 and 11 fours, which just shows this man is a talent. He came on and the ashes as a substitute, a concussion substitute, and came into play so close to being Steve Smith. Then obviously Steve Smith with a magnificent 131 of 226, replicating what he killed England with. The rest of the lower order didn't do quite well, apart from Mitchell Stark, 24 of 30 with one big six. And Cameron Green did really well last game, but disappointing, got a duck because of the new ball and brilliant from Bumra, followed by Pat Cummins, another duck, 0 of 13, and Nathan Lyon, the third duck of the innings. You can't mess with them, I mean, they're the tail enders. If you look at the bowling stats, Jasprit Bumra bowled 25 overs with the economy of 2.57 and 2 wickets. This shows really good consistency in his bowling. This also shows that he can bowl as a senior for long periods of time and also shows his fitness levels, unlike Umesh Yadav, who bowled a few overs on D2 or 3 and came out with a serious calf injury. Mohamed Siraj also bowled 25 and Ravi Chandran Ashin 24. Ravindra Jadeja only bowled 18, but I think was the best of the lot. He took 4 wickets and his economy was 3.44. He had three maidens also. I think if Ravindra Jadeja was brought in earlier, I think the left arm of spin-up bowling onto the patches for the right hands, I think it would have caused more problems and he could have picked maybe more than four. Navdeep Saini, I mean, it's not too good. I mean, as a debutant and going for economy of five almost uh, during this test match, it's kind of unacceptable. But, I mean, he's a debutant. I mean, over the years, I think he'll get the consistency and whatever he needs to be right. Moving on to the India first innings and the bowling. Mitchell Stark had quite a bad start, bowling five overs and going for almost 
16 before Adaria's economy was five he was getting really hit Josh Hazelwood I think really impressed me his consistent line and length and his superb um cotton bold I think the best bowler out of the lot Nathan Lyon and Pat Cummins but I think Nathan Lyon did well really unlucky not to get a wicket he took seven maidens but I think that's another problem with Rohit Sharma if you come to think of it you can't give a spinner seven I mean four maidens without trying to get off the mark it just showed a bit of rustiness because then right after that Rohit Sharma got back into being hitman and hit six and four in the same over and yeah also Pat Cummins 12 Overs, six maidens, 19 runs, one wicket with the economy of 1.58. I think he's one of the best fast bowlers. I think, if not the best, I think it's between him and Bumrah, Jimmy Anderson. But at this point, I think it's Cummins and Wagner. And yeah, Pat Cummins really showed the kind of consistency. He was really hot, uh, hitting between good length and short length and... His main target was good length and just like I said, between short and uh, good. Uh, he really was hitting those lines and causing some problems to uh, Rohit Sharma and Shubman Gill. But con- congrats to Shubman Gill for his maiden 50. Um, As uh, one of the commentators said that his cover drive looks like Quinton Dukok and he looks like one of the most solid openers this series. Um, I think Shuman Gill did really well because battling against someone like Pat Cummins, Josh Hazelwood and Nathan Lyon is really difficult given the circumstances of being away and uh, Australians thriving on their home pitch. Right now, I think that uh, Australia are kind of a few steps ahead because India, like the last hour or so, was really quite slow. Last 10 overs, as you can see, they only scored 10 runs with a run rate of 1. Their current run rate is 2.13. I feel like it'll take time. And uh, I think by tomorrow, once they get rid of the new ball and they bring in other bowlers, uh, not fresh bowlers, I feel like they'll do well. But... Really, India still have a lot to work to do. I think Chiteshwar Pujara and Ajit Kirani need to sleep well for a tough day tomorrow. Um, I feel like they need to get at least 250. Minimum. Because once you have a lead of 50, and knowing that you don't know about consistency of debutants like Will Pukowski and David Warner returning from a long time without playing and still in pain, I feel like India could get on top if they bowl well. And also, I feel like if Cheteshwar Pujar and Ajinkya Rahane and the other two batsmen who are Hanuma Vihari, Rishabh Pantravindra Jadeja, if they at least can score 200 runs between these uh, four and the rest can score 50 scattered, the tailenders, I feel like uh, India will might have a big chance to win. Now let's move on to the run machines, Steve Smith. He had a strike rate of 57, but when I looked in the morning, he had a strike rate of 80 almost. He just got back into form. As you can see, he had a terrible form against Ashu, and Ashu was always picking him really badly. And to see him come back like that just shows what a freak he is. I think he was given one of the awards in the decades. 
and uh, I think he really deserved it. I mean, Jimmy Anderson was another contender. I mean, 600 wickets, I don't think any other fast bowler will pass it for a few years or many years or never will ever pass it. But, like, even if Test Match is the bowler trying to hunt the batsman, where about T20 is the batsman hunting the bowler? But the reason Smith, I think, was given the award was because when you have, like, a certain amount of runs, like a freakish amount, like the amount Smith has against these deadly bowlers like Jimmy Anderson, Stuart Broad, Trent Bolt, Tim Southey, who just reached 300 wickets. It really shows how much of a freak he is. Scoring those many runs against tough bowlers on a consistent basis is really hard. The time, the effort, and this guy looks like he just does it for fun. Now, Manus Labuschagne. He had a strike rate of 46 and he scored 91 with 11 fours. I feel like Manas Labuschagne and Steve Smith are what carries Australia. When they don't bat, it causes some kind of problems. They can, they, I think they're the best pair at this moment because they, I think, the most talented in the world at this point and I find it really easy to play against these bowlers even under tough circumstances. So, I was really unlucky to, just really unlucky to see him not score 100. Moving on to, let's see. Shobman Gill and the Roy Sharma, the opening stand. Um, Roy Sharma was a bit chillaxed, strike rate of 33.77. I mean, it's quite slow for the hitman. Uh, I feel like you'd expect more. And also, giving the four maidens, like I said, it doesn't only put a pressure on the team. It puts pressure on yourself. Because even if it's test match, I don't care. You can go 0 for 100. But at, that, at some point in your innings, you'll feel like you'll need runs. And I feel like he got too eager to score runs. And that's why he got caught and ball. I mean, he played it early and it popped up quite a bit. Let's go to Shubman Gill. Shubman Gill, I think, is player of the day for now in India. He just shown consistency. I mean, his second test match and he, he scored one of, I think, the best 50s I've seen. His cover drive was amazing. His pull shot, he's really confident in his strokes. I mean, you're facing someone like Nathan Ryan, the kind of the goat of off-spinners. He's playing it with such physique and such brilliance. It looks like, it makes him look like some terrible part-time off-spinner or something like that. Also, Nathan Lyon really bowled well. Uh, as you can see, he had a lot of turn. And between the last two or five overs, the ones which I watched, um, it really showed the amount of turn he was getting and the consistency. I mean, there was a few times that he caught Rahani off guard trying to go back foot and front foot, which caused some major problems to Ajinkya Rahani. Now let's move on. Let me take a quick break. Let me get my water. And then we will discuss the ICC team of the decade. Even if it's a bit late, I want to discuss with you on the podcast. Give me a second. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have any music at all. This is my first podcast. I need to learn. Okay. Let me just get my notes. Um, so ICC team of the decade just came out a few few weeks ago, I think. 
and it really showed uh really like how do you say like really good things okay let's start the saga phil sobers award for icc male cricketer of the decade virat kohli i mean it's without a doubt i mean this is kohli's year come to think of it he i think is one of the best in the world i mean he is the best his average is around 50 in all three formats i think it's 50 something 53 test 60 in ODI and T20 it's around 50 um i mean he's just i think this is the year decade actually he has really showed the consistency in the indian team and i feel like he may also being captain is the reason which is driving india forward i mean at this point he's not playing the test match because he's becoming a father and congrats to him but i mean he just uh, deserves it So one of the um one of the nominees was I'll tell you that later but Virat Kohli had scored 20396 runs in all international cricket during the time period which is more than anyone else I mean the consistency the average it all pays off He was also part of the team that India that won the Cricket World Cup 20, 2011 that Champions Trophy 2013 and he was the ICC cricketer of the year in both 2017 and 2018 so it was no surprise So just as you can see he is a madman it just shows the amount of commitment he puts into the game Now moving on to the the test cricketer of the decade which is T Smith for scoring 7040 runs in 69 tests in the period at an average of 65.79 with 26 century he was also named the ICC player of the year in 2015 and test player of the year in 2015 and 2017 in the M- in the MRF tier ICC test player rankings his point tally was 947 and at the end of 2017 which is the second highest the number one is Don Bradman i mean Don Bradman is just mad I think Steve Smith really deserves this because of the amount of runs he scored. I mean, I just like I mentioned before, Test is about bowlers hunting batsmen, but to score those many runs against such quality bowlers in the international uh, tables, it's really amazing. If you look at the 20 cricketer of the decade, uh, I'll get the ODI in a bit. So, it's Rashid Khan. He's taken 89 wickets at an average of just 12.62 apiece with an economy rate of 6.14 runs per over in 48 matches. There's a more anyone. There's a more wickets than anyone else despite starting 2015. Rashid Khan I think is the best leg spinner in the world. He understands batsmen and he has a huge advantage because of his skill and talent. I feel like without Rashid Khan in Afghanistan they could be problem but Afghanistan have one of the best lineups. We have Mohammad Nabi who's seriously good, Mujibur Rahman who's a upcoming talent and amazing off-spinner. Then you have Rashid Khan. You have two off-spinners and Leggy and so many more. This is shows Afghanistan can be and could be one of the best in the world. MS Dhoni won the ICC Spirit of Cricket Award because of the gesture of calling back former England batter in Bell following this. I mean At the same point, he has to be given something. Like, there's no way. I mean, he's such a... He's like a god in Indian cricket. 
He has inspired so many people. I mean, there's no way he couldn't have anything, at least. So, another one is... Okay, the saga fell sobers. Let me go back to that. Uh, let's see the nominees. There was Ravi Chandran Ashwin. I mean, amazing. Ospina, Virat Kohli, the winner. Jorod Kumar, Sangha, Kara. That's shocking. Steve Smith, AB, Kane Williamson. I feel out of these guys, uh, the top three contenders would be Virat Kohli, Kane Williamson, and AB De Villiers. Kane Williamson has been outstanding. I mean, you should see in his last two games, not even last two games in the whole decade, he's proved that he is the one who can carry New Zealand to the furthest. I mean, as you can see, as he's captain right now, he's just passed uh, the number one. I mean, he's now number one in the ICC test ranking as a team. And which shows also the power of New Zealand. Let's go back to this. Uh, Joru Trias has been a Sranic. Kumasangakara only had half a decade, so I'm a bit confused. Okay. Um, ICC men's test cricketer. Let's move to that. James Anderson, Rangana Herath, Virat Kohli, Joru Tiasasha, Steve Smith, and Kane Williamson. The top three over here James Anderson, Virat Kohli, Steve Smith. T. Smith, Virat Kohli, I've spoken too much about them. I mean, they're just freaks, they runs, consistency, it's amazing. Let's go to James Anderson. I feel like he has, I think, the best shot out of any bowler, but also a bit, I feel a bit pity for Dale Stain not making it to the list. But James Anderson is just, I mean, he's one of the best, I think he's the best fast bowler in Test cricket, in history of Test cricket. He is. He's the king of swing. He swings the ball whenever, whatever he wants. Out swing, in swing, straight. He confuses the batsman, and the, to see him pass six hundred wickets just shows the commitment. But also, he has had no injuries, no major injuries, and this is sometimes the reason why many bowlers cannot go too far because of injury. I think James Anderson's technique is the reason why to his success. No injuries and he's always fit. He's always running and steaming and bowling quick and swinging the ball. Yeah, but Steve Smith won. ICC men's ODI cricketer of the decade. There's uh, Susie... Oh, there's women's. Where's okay, there's MS Dhoni, Virat Kohli, Lasset Malinga. Kumar Sangakara, Rohit Sharma, Mitchell Stark, and A.B. De Villiers. I think, um, to say the truth, I feel like Rohit Sharma should have won this year. But actually, no, no, no. Virat Kohli is, no, Virat Kohli is the best in ODI. I mean, his average is around 60, which is outstanding. And I think that just stands out out of anyone else. So, I think there's no question about that. Let's just move on. So, ICC, okay, ICC Men's T20 Cricket of the Decade. The nominees were Aaron Finch, Chris Gale, Rashid Khan, Virat Kohli, Lasset Malenga, Rohit Sharma, and Imran Tahir. Before I continue, let me just take a sip of water. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. So, I think... The reason of Rashid Khan winning is the same thing I said. T20, batsman hunting bowler. Test, bowler hunting batsman. But I think the thing with T20 is also you have to respect the batsman who can smack like madman. I feel like Chris Gale and Rohit Sharma and Lasin Malinga, 
but let's start with the batsman. Chris Gale and Roy Sharma had fair shots of winning. Chris Gale, I think, is the best T20 player that ever lived in terms of power hitting and all. And Lasit Malinga and also Rashid Khan. The, the bowlers here are Rashid Khan, Lasit Malinga and Imran Tyrell. Rasul Malinga is the only pacer in the list, and this shows to the Yorker King. I mean, even if he has a weird action, it's like his arm just doesn't want to go straight or something. The amount of wickets and success he's had over the years, and the way he he limits the batsman from not doing too much is outstanding. I mean, you should have seen last year or this year, I'm not sure which year, he took four in four against New Zealand. Which is amazing. Uh, lastly, let me move on. ICC Men's Associate Cricket of the Decade. That's best. Okay. There was Richie Barrington, Peter Boren, Kyle Kowitzer, Paras Kaka, Kalem MacLeod, Asad Vala. I won't speak too much because I'm not too sure about this. So, we can move on to the teams of the decade. Now, ICC Men's Team of the Decade. Alistair Cook, my favourite player. I mean, he's outstanding. So, there's Alistair Cook, David Warner, Kane Williamson, Virat Kohli as captain, Steve Smith, Kumar Sangakara as wicketkeeper, Ben Stokes, best all-rounder in the world, Ravi Ashwin, Dale Stain, Stuart Broad, James Anderson. This bowling attack is fantastic. Dale Stain, Stuart Broad, James Anderson. I think these are the three most accomplished bowlers in this decade. I mean, Dale Steen has been an amazing bowler. He has like 400 and something wickets for South Africa. And I think he's really helped the team. Uh, Moving on, uh, Kane Williamson, Virat Kohli, Steve Smith. The fight for the third position. See, Kane Williamson, Virat Kohli, Steve Smith, all bad at number three. So this 3-4-5 is just basically showing the top three best number threes in the game. And Virat Kohli as captain because of his outstanding form. And Koma Sangakara, I mean, I feel like out of all keepers, I would keep someone like, uh, let me think. What's his name? Actually, I'm not too sure. I think Gumam Sangakara is a good fit. ICC Men's ODI team of the decade. Rohit Sharma, David Warner, Virat Kohli, A.B. Davili, Shakib Al-Hassan. I mean, that, that's obvious. I mean, he carries Bangladesh. There's nothing else. MS Dhoni, captain and wicketkeeper. Ben Stokes, best all-rounder. Mitchell Stark, Trenbol, Jim Ratire, and Lasse Malinga. So, Rohit Sharma and David Warner. I feel like David Warner is also the opener in test. David Warner is one of the best openers in Australia because of the way he bats. He's really aggressive and in test match, he's still aggressive but in a test match mindset. So he really has the potential. I mean, he, he has the talent of being the best opener. Um, let's see. Ben Strokes. Uh, actually, let's just move on. ICC Men's T20. Roy Sharma, Chris Gale, I think those are the I think those two are the best contenders for winning T20 Player of the Year because of how good they are. Aaron Finch, Virat Kohli, AB Devilliers, Glenn Maxwell, MS Dhoni, Cap Captain Wicketkeeper, Pollard, Bumbra, and Malinga. 
Actually, I'm surprised not to see Bumra in the T20 cricket of the decade. I don't know if it's because of how long he's played. But I think he's the best fast bowler in T20 format in the world. I mean, if you even looked at the IPL, his economy was insane. He was taking four furs and only conceding like 14 runs or something. Against Delhi Capitals, he took, I think, two wickets in an over. I think two weekend million, if I'm not sure. Bowled some really fantastic stuff. Um, let me, let's just move on to another topic, uh, which can be the game which has passed Pakistan versus New Zealand. Before I start, let me take another sip of water. Okay. So, this match ended on yesterday, the 7th. No, day 4th, 6th. Player of the series, Kane Williamson, because of how insane he is, I think. In the summer, Kane Williamson has got two double centuries, if I'm correct. One against West Indies, one against Pakistan, and I think one or two hundreds. This man's a run machine at this point. I mean, he's in home soil, and even if wherever you are, there's always that toughness in playing. I feel like Kane Williamson has just made batting look easy. Player of the match was Kyle Jamieson with a 5 for in the first inning, 30 runs not out, and a 6 for. Kyle Jamieson is going to be one of the best, if not the best, bowling all-rounder in the future. He's the upcoming talent. He has consistency in bowling and batting. If he doesn't prove in his bowling, he's always batting amazing. But to take 11 wickets is outstanding. It takes people years to get this kind of achievement. But this guy just ran through the team like it's no one. Uh, let's just see. Okay, there was Azhar Ali, 93, really well played. Mohamed Rizwan, 61 or 71. Really nice. I mean, strike rate, almost 100. Henry Nichols, two, I mean, uh, 157. And Kane Williamson, 238. Um, Safar Gohar and Azhar Ali, both 37. I feel like in the setting, second innings, Pakistan just collapsed and it wasn't too nice. Shan Masood, 0 of 25. His record is just terrible. It's like after he scored the 100 in Manchester, it's just dropped for him. It's like he's gone into that part where the batsman's hit. I don't know when he'll come back because it's been like almost 8 innings plus, which is not that good. Um, let's look at the New Zealand. Oh, congrats to Darren Mitchell. First have 100, really well played. Then, uh, again, Kyle Jamieson. A strike rate of 130 and uh, Darren Mitchell had 91. That just shows poor bowling attack, I could say. I mean, Shan Masood bowled two overs and went for eight. I mean, Naseem Shah. He's, I think, a quick bowler, but the consistency in him is nowhere. 26 overs, 141 runs, economy of 5. When you're a fast bowler like Navdeep Saini, you see he was going at 5 and over. This is where, I mean, you can't have any blame on them because of their age. It takes time. So, I feel like in the future, Naseem Shah will get his consistency, but he really needs to work on that if he wants a lot of success. Because also, I mean, this pitch I think is similar to... 
if if people go and play in Sri Lanka, if Nasim Shah bowls in Sri Lanka, or India, or Pakistan, the kind of bounce and all he'll get will be kind of easy at the same time for the batsman. Because also, I don't think he's played any home tests in a while, and yeah, I'm not just too sure. Extras was 64. Oh my god. Okay, I won't talk to that. And yeah. Let me just close up this podcast. Saying I've really enjoyed having this first podcast. And I will be back tomorrow. Or in a few days. When I feel like. Um, We'll come back and start speaking on Australia versus India. And looking at the future game of England versus Sri Lanka. Hope you have a good time. And see you next time. Also if you want to follow my social Go to Ryan underscore Kasim on Instagram. Thank you. Bye.